Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Joining us today is Jack Baker from the NAIFC. The NAIFC stands for North American Ice Fishing Circuit. Jack, welcome to the Fish House Nation. Great to be here, Chris. And you 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 got all the all the numbers and the words right. You did well. <laughs> all right. Well, tell me what the NAIFC is. It is a uh, competitive ice fishing circuit. It's we're going into our thirteenth season. Um, we basically uh, come into a town on a Friday night. We do what we call a meet and greet where everybody gets together and we talk ice fishing. Uh, we do not claim to know everything in the world. We definitely want to talk to the locals, get them out because they, they got as many tricks up their sleeve as they think we have or our anglers have up theirs. But uh, Friday night, we do a, like I say, just a, a general discussion and we bring the, the touring guys and guys from Team USA and uh, you know, we, we just talk tactics. We, we talk ice fishing, which is everybody's, you know, theory and it's there. It's their passion. And Saturday morning, we do a high school, well, a student version. We call it high school, but it's 12 years and up, so you don't have to be in high school. And it's modeled after the uh, high school bass clubs that you see out there now, except it's ice fishing. So we do a eight to noon qualifier for a high school student and they're qualifying to get to their own national championship where we have the kids fish for college scholarships. So uh, there, there's a little light at the end of their rainbow and we do seminars at the championship. So the kids learn how to be competitive anglers or just better anglers altogether. We, we hit all kinds of subjects. Then uh, Saturday night, we do a rules meeting. Well, I jumped ahead. Saturday afternoon, we do a kids clinic for people that are just getting into ice fishing. So kids and parents that are trying to learn, we do that Saturday afternoon. Then Saturday night, we do the rules meeting. And Sunday, we do the actual NAIFC tournament uh, qualifier in there. Uh, They're qualifying for their national championship. We're the only circuit out there that anglers can actually advance to another level and get to a national championship. And it's a true national championship. We've got the the gold diamond uh, national championship rings worth about seven grand for the team. Uh, And we got teams that chase that. Uh, A lot of guys just come to see what it is. It's uh, I would tell you the NEIFC is, probably two-thirds education, one-third competition. So it's a great way to learn what's going on across the nation. You said it's been around for 13 years. How did it get started? Uh, Way back when, uh, Trap Attacks was the tournament series that that covered the the ice belt. And in 2008-ish, or 2007, they ceased uh their series so we picked it up and we're, we're basically an offshoot from that uh we just kept it going and a lot of guys have helped it wasn't just me i 
I I might be the last guy standing, but I wasn't the only one that started. So there's a lot of people that have helped uh, uh, keep it going through the years. We had uh, the Iceman reality TV show went on for three years. That was based out of the NAIFC. We also resurrected the United States ice fishing team back in 2009 and sent them over to Poland uh, for the first time. And then to uh, U.S. ice in 2010 up in Rylander, Wisconsin. So a lot of different parts of history with the NAIFC. Very cool. You talked a little bit about uh, the NAIFC is the only series that actually has like a true championship. What are some of the other differences from the NAIFC compared to a lot of the other tournament series that are out there? Uh, one, we, we travel, we generally do one qualifier per state. So, you know, we, we've been in Montana all the way out to Bombasine, Vermont, uh, Syracuse, New York. We go up to Winnipeg and have fish for the greenback walleye. So we, we, we tend to cover the ice belt. We can't get to every state every year because you just don't have enough uh, time. It's not like open water where you got six, seven, eight months to deal with. We generally get about two, two and a half. And what we do with it is we, we qualify in January, February, and maybe into March. Um, and then the ice goes away. And then the weekend before Christmas, we hold that year's championship. So it's done in a calendar year, but it feels like a totally different season. And we do that for a number of reasons. One, uh, you hold your championship in December. The ice season is just starting. Everybody's fired up. So we, we, we pull more press, more media, get the anglers some exposure, their sponsors exposure. Plus, it allows everybody in the championship the same amount of time to pre-fish. If we held it at the end of, say, mid-March or late March, if you were to have qualified in uh, the first week of January, you might just head to the championship lake and, and sit there and pre-fish while other teams are trying to qualify. Also allows the guys to get uh, vacation time because traveling does, you know, chew up some vacation. So we do it in December. It's worked out pretty well. Um, we also hold that high school championship the weekend after Christmas while all the kids are on uh, Christmas vacation, which in previous years has meant something with COVID and everybody out of school that didn't mean as much this year, but uh, that, that's our thinking there. The big difference uh, between our tournaments and I would say the locals is you do bring different fishing styles. Um, I, I'm currently sitting up in Michigan on Houghton Lake getting ready for a qualifier. And the guys up here will use what's called a Michigan rig. When you get down into Illinois, Indiana, southern part of Wisconsin, you will see guys using long lines. Um, just totally different types of fishing techniques. And the guys that are out um, fishing the circuit pick up all these different techniques. It just, it makes you a better angler. You don't get hung on what grandpa did. Not that what grandpa did was wrong. In fact, it probably worked very well for whatever lake is, but as you move around, 
you, you learn so much. We're, we're down in Okaboji, Iowa, on that clear water. Your presentation down there has got to be totally different than if you're on a stained lake. So it's, it's, that, that's really, you know, the, the quality of competition, the type of techniques you see, um, the dedication the guys have uh, would be what's, what's different between our circuit and then just, you know, the local guys going out. Yeah, the series covers a lot of ground, but you've been talking about the local guys. It's also approachable for those local guys. Uh, the entry fees is 250 bucks, and they get to fish with the best ice anglers out there. Tell us a little bit about some of those experiences for guys who maybe are just a local guy that jumps into some a tournament like this. What's that like? Well, most of the time, the local guys do really well because it is hard for a traveling team to learn the nuances of a lake in one to two days of pre-fishing. I mean, the, the local guys have the advantage in, in knowledge. You know, they, they have much better handle on what bait fish are in there, what the fish are eating, uh, you know, how they react to different weather patterns that come in. The, the touring guys are probably more efficient in fishing, they can get up and down the water column quicker. Uh, they can maybe dissect the, the details of the water changes on a day faster because they're, you know, they're more attuned to that. Um, but the local guys have, they got the inside track. We had a tournament up by uh, Alexandria, Minnesota, and we had a team that had never tournament fished. And it was a couple of young, you know, I, I call them kids, but they were early 20s. And they had, I think it was a 64 clue auger. This thing is just right after they stopped using spoons to, to drill a hole. Mm-hmm. So they were not, you know, it, it wasn't equipment based. And they won. The locals can win. You, you take a look at old uh, history. Um, Locals have nothing to fear from the tournament or the, the, the guys that are traveling because of their knowledge of the lake. You know, that's, that's one of the, the two-edged swords that you get. You know, you'd call somebody a, a touring angler and everybody's like, oh, I can't beat him. Well, that's, that is not the case. They, they might be more efficient as far as how they stack their equipment and you know, tournament fishing really comes down to you're racing against the clock. You're not you're not trying to beat the other team. You're trying to beat the clock. If you can put more fish above the the ice than some other team, you're probably your odds are better that you're going to have. Well, you'll have more fish, but your odds are better. You'll have bigger fish to choose from. So, how fast you can get up and down the water column? You know, if something breaks, do you just reach for another one and keep going, or do you? fiddle around trying to get the old whatever broke back into action. So it's, it's efficiency on the water. Cool. Tell me a little bit about the events this year. Uh, where did you have them? Just give us an idea of the locations that you fished this year. We started out in uh, West Yellowstone, Montana on Hebgen Lake. And it is definitely a bucket list kind of, destination. You're sitting right underneath the divide in the Rockies. You're driving by buffalo, bighorn sheep, elk. Um, it's hard to fish because you're staring up at the mountains. But anyway, 
it, it's uh, out there. We uh, fish for rainbow trout, cuts, and cut bows, and they run like a freight train. They're aggressive. Uh, from there, we jumped down to uh, Okaboji, Iowa, and fished one of the clearest lakes in the nation. Your presentation down there on the bluegills has just got to be just got to be spot on. And then we jumped over to uh, Channel Lake in Antioch, Illinois. And uh, we've been there a number of times. It, it can produce some monster crappies. We had one over, uh, I think it was two six there this year. And we had a number of them caught over two pounds. So it's a, a great lake. Uh, fishermen love it. From there, we jumped over to uh, Balsam, which we kind of laughed at when we first uh, got on the phone. It was a bit cool. It was 26 below. <laughs> now, that is one thing I will I, That's one thing I'll say when you say what's the difference between, uh, you know, our circuit and, you know, the local derby or the, the local tournament series is, is we do go. Uh, have the equipment and have the knowledge. It's, you know, it's, uh, we look at just like if you're watching the big boys fishing for bass, if it's high winds and rain, they still go, you know, as long as it's not life threatening or, you know, these guys, you know, with us, they all had shelters and shacks and heaters. So they're warm enough. It's cold going out, cold coming in, but it's fishable. So we tend to, we tend to, you know, go as long as the ice is safe. Um, we we tend to fish. And now we we left uh, Balsam and jumped up to uh, Houghton Lake, Michigan, and we're here. And then Oshkosh, Wisconsin, will be out on Lake Winnebago chasing uh, their big perch and their white bass. So we do cover a number of species. We generally focus on panfish, but we've gone after walleye and trout and bass before. So that's kind of our situation. We did have to reschedule the 2020 uh, championships, both the high school and the regular. So we've got those yet to accomplish uh, before the ice goes away this year. Very cool. Tell me a little bit of how you choose those tournament sites. I mean, those are, you kind of got some different places. You got some different species you're going after. How do you come up with those tournament sites? Uh, we rely on anglers. I mean, guys come up. Uh, we we had been fishing uh, St. Helens, which is less than an hour away from Houghton. And we guys say, hey, you know, we've been there a couple of years. Let's move the lake. Houghton's got great crops. And you go, okay, and you check it out with the local tourism, local DNR, find out if what, you know, you're being told is true, because believe it or not, all fishermen don't tell the total truth. There's some fish stories there. <laughs> so, you know, and it's, we, we will literally go anywhere that's got ice. Um, you know, one of the things we need is, is access. Do we have an area that's big enough to park, you know, 60, 70 trucks with trailers? And if it is, hey, we'll go there. Mm -hmm. 
don't we we don't knock any water out. I mean, you don't want to be. I mean, there's you know if you if you just fished, say northern Wisconsin or northern Minnesota, the guys that are up there are a little more snowmobile orientated. They're a lot more electronics orientated. You get down in the south part of the ice belt, it's all quads. They can't handle deep snow as much. Um, they they they're more weed bed based. They, you know different different fishing styles. So you you know you're trying to attract. You know you, you want to provide something for everybody. You don't just want to be exclusive to this or to that. And you know so you're you're looking at lakes that that can buy. That can provide a deep basin bite, but also provide a weed bite. It, it's an ongoing. You, you never, you know, you're never satisfied. If you, if you get 20 teams, you want 21. If you get 40, you want 41. You know, it is. It's just you're always trying to do better. Jack, how do you see the future of ice fishing tournaments evolving? Where are we going from where we are now? The NEISC is based on. Three, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll say three legs. One is education, two is, is competition, and three is the industry. So we're always trying to promote the industry. We're trying to provide the highest level of competition there is. Um, that, that is, you know, there, there's, I don't know how I want to put it. Uh, there's only so many guys that are going to go after the highest level of competition. So when you're talking about, you know, where's tournament fishing going, I think the local, the little derbies, the fundraisers, they'll always be a, you know, they'll always be a place there. I think they're popular. It's a great way to get in it. And we provide a way to uh, get into the higher level. That That's, you know, uh, my big thing right now where I'm trying to figure out is, how to maybe get more along the lines of a catch and release, but in ice fishing, that's it's proved really difficult, even with all the DNR guys I've talked to. But we'll try and get there. Jack, it's been good talking to you. I know you've got a busy weekend here coming up. Is there something that you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you about? Uh, we really want to get the high school kids involved, or again, I keep calling it high school. It's student ice fishing, 12 years and up. You do not need to have a high school organized club. Two people with a coach at any level is good. Um, you know, hit the NEISC.com site and uh, click on, follow it through. You can read about the high school. You can read about the tournaments. And we'll pay you from there. Jack Baker, people want to find out more about the NEISC. Where do they find that information? The NEISC.com has it listed. Uh, it's got my email, my phone number right there, 612-308-4858. And uh, J Baker Sports at Hotmail. Any of, the, any of those three will get you to me and we'll get you what information you need to get you started. Thanks very much for coming on the show. Good luck the rest of the year. And I love the idea of having that championship at the beginning of the year. It's kind of like kind of like NASCAR, where they have the, the biggest race of the year is the first one. So I think it's a that's a great idea, and I love uh, the idea behind it. I think it's perfect. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. 
Really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's get out fishing. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.